This is Saturday morning's must listen form hour. This is the RSN Racing Panel. With David Gately, Mark Hunter, Jamie Rogers from the tab finding the winners on Pakenham Cup Day. Big morning after the Melbourne form panel. David Gately will take us through the meeting at Rose Hill just after nine o'clock. Harry White to find the winners at Stall and that provincial meeting there. And part of Big V Saturday, George Ferrugia to guide us through the heats of the Silver Chief following a big Melbourne Cup and uh, and Bold Trees night at Sandown last week. And the Third night of the Inter-Dominion heats, just about caught to, to 10. Ryan Field and will guide us through those heats. So plenty more to come before we hand over to Dan Malecki, Matt Stewart and Simone Fisher at 10 o'clock for cracking the codes. We're up to race four on the card at Pakenham this afternoon. Good four, rail true at Pakenham. And the fourth is a benchmark 78 over 1,000 metres. The scratchings, Jamie, are numbers 12 and 14. And there has been a 13 cent deduction for those scratchings. But Warren, there's a dominant horse, two popular horses and two that have had dabbles at odds. So the two in Sam's image is one of the dabble at odds at $31 has seen a bit of interest. The three in Squid Game at $5 is the second best backed horse, but is holding half of what Najem Suhail is holding at $3.30. He has been so well supported, as I mentioned, holding double more than Squid Game. The five in Young Liam at $41 has also been popular, was 51 into 41 off the back of some interest at that price. And then the next best backed runner is Dance to Dubai at $7.50, but it's holding the same as what Squid Game is, so which is half of what the favourite in Najem Sahail is. Intriguing race, Gator. We've seen Najem Sahail right on the speed in races of a bit more than a 1,000 metres, but he was able to dominate 800 metre jump outs. How do you see the tempo here? Yeah, it looks strong, doesn't it? I mean, there's a stack of these that can be settling in the first two. Now, I'm not Pythagoras, but only two of them will be able to do that. Um, so it looks pretty fierce to the eye. Of course, they're all looking at the same thing. So you just wonder uh, how often we see that, and then three or four of them take a sit. <laughs> but look, on paper, Sam, Jimmy, Jung, Liam, Fine Day, and Mr Muppet, you've touched on Jim Sahale. Even Galenis can be up there, so... Uh, even with those scratchings of a couple of speed elements, it still looks uh, strong speed. I'm going to tip Najim Sahail, who went on to dry ground at Sale Bolt at I ran good time, then split Snapper, who's run OK in a William Reed Stakes, a group one. And the last start when a hypothetical was back in third. Uh, back to 1,000. Um, yeah, just narrowly on top from Squid Game, who's had a couple of extremely quiet trials. Uh, shuffled back, nice work to the line, fresh behind a good one and Star Patrol in fast time, and then attack the line by passive-aggressive. So you have to think that sort of form's got panels on 78 grade. Dance to Dubai's very genuine, it's good fresh, and uh, all wins on dry ground. And Mr Moppet heads a stack of other hopes. 4, 3, 9 and 7. What are you doing here, Mark? Backing 3 and 11, Warren, I like Squid Game. Uh, Squid Game's a horse, I think, ideally suited by that fast tempo that's been mentioned. They rode it forward two ago and got away with it, tried it again last time, and I just think those tactics were wrong. I think it's a much, much better horse ridden quiet. There's good speed to suit. I think it'll come from off midfield and let Rip here to beat 11 along the river, who I liked at the valley. The race changed complexion there when Jungle Sensation didn't lead. They come straight off the fence along the river and got into an awkward spot for the rest of the race. I think here with good speed, balancing up off midfield along the river will really savage the line then Najim Sahail might be the best of the leaders in good form and dance to Dubai resuming. Trolled up nicely and never runs a bad race. But going for the run-ons here, 3-11, and 11, 
I'll go three, eleven, four, and nine. Competitive race, Mark Hunter's numbers three, eleven, four, and nine. David Gately with four, three, nine, and seven. I also think the good speed up front will suit Squid Game, who's just a talented sprinter who can balance up. He's got some versatility, but he won't need to be ridden positively here. Three for me. At a four, Najim Sahail. I think he might be the best of the on paces. Agree with Mark about number 11 along the river. Another one that'll be suited with what looks like a good speed. Should be strong late. Number nine, Dance to Dubai. Looks to have trialled up quite nicely to resume. Three, four, 11 and nine for me in race four. Confirming my numbers by the SMS query in race three. 13, five, 15 and one for me in race three. Race five's one of the highlights of the day for me. A a benchmark 70 for the three-year-olds over a 1,000 metres. A number of these horses may progress on to much better races than benchmark 70 as their career unfolds. Scratchings are numbers 5, 10 and 15. How does the market look here, Jamie? Well, Warren, this is a fantastic betting race in terms of support because it's going everywhere. We do have two very popular runners, and that's the top two in the market. But we'll start with the one in Baldinho at $8, who would be the third best-backed runner in this race. The two in Doucet at $3.80 was the favourite up until this morning, but the support has been coming through for another horse, but they're still equal holds. The three in Port Albert has also seen some interest at $8.50. Fission at $17 has also been popular, but number eight, red card at $3.60 today has been so well backed that it's now holding the same amount as what Doucet is and has come into that $3.60 price. River Ribble at $7 has also been a firmer today off the back of support. And then down the bottom, the 14, Little Miss Kuby at seventeen now into $14, but was 17 this morning, has been popular at odds. Mark, we've got River Ribble resuming gelding. Port Albert gets the, the blinkers off. How do you think they might run along here? I think they'll run along quickly. Warren Redcard, I would imagine, would lead from one, but to do that, it's going to have to be aggressive early and hold out quite a few others that go forward. So I would think Willow punches out on Redcard, leads. Sort of got six or seven other horses going forward not far away, so they'll generate good speed. Look, I think Dussay will win. Um, it's come back for the new stable, looks a different horse, drew the widest of the valley, rolled forward, just never, ever going to lose, ended up into a good spot, came to the outside and it's just far too good. Draws the outside here with some speed inside, but I think Ethan Graham will ride it the same. I just think he'll roll forward without bustling it. It'll be travelling in the comfort zone. I think it'll just let down straightening up, and I think he'll say he'll win the race to beat number one, Baldinho, who should have won at the Valley. It maybe drops down behind Red Card, gets the absolute run of the race, going to be in the finish for sure. Eight Red Card can win. This is a harder race. There's more depth to what it beat at the Valley, and the best roughy, I think, is number six, the Guava, Suited by the tempo, getting out of the pack, never runs badly, will be running on for sure. So, key on two to win, two, one, eight, and six. How are you playing this race, Gator? Yeah, look, I think Baldino is um, an extremely um, juicy price at around that $8, as Jamie mentioned. Chased, uh, it was a good little chase at Flemington in a handy race. And then, you know, I'm with Mark. I think he looked about ready to launch, to my eye, just as that luck ran out. So, I certainly marked him, um, you know, certainly down lucky runner, and now he meets Port Albert two and a half kilos better. Um, so I think he's he's going to run really well. Um, and that's how you get a nice price. Doucet's unbeaten since turning three, as referenced. Easy work at the Valley. Beat the older mares. Ran useful time. Fishing, I liked his mini Valley win. Luckless at Flemington. And uh, then, uh, you know, he was good, I thought, in the mini Valley race. He did more work than Port Albert was nuddled right on the line. He, too, has a two and a half kilo swing. No knock on Port Albert's win, though. It was his first run in the blinkers. 
He over-raced for the first half of it, came wide and still ran them down. Uh, up in the weights is your query, but, uh, yeah, winning hope. One, two, four, three. Terrific race. David Gately's numbers, one, two, four and three. Mark Hunter's numbers are two, one, eight and six. So I'm keen on number two, Dusaya. I think she's returned in great form, and her previous form was terrific. The good speed here. Heard Ether Brown interviewed during the week. He's just served a suspension. He was very thrilled that he could resume and not lose the ride on Doucet on her next start. And I think it'll be a winning ride, too, for me. He had a one, Baldino, who was the unlucky runner in a race that ties a bit of this form together last start. Three, Paul Albert won that race. He gets the blinkers off, but he does have a little weight turnaround against him. But over this course, the weight not, may not be that major issue. I thought nine, River Rivals jumped out nicely to resume. Gelded two, one, three, and nine for me in race five. Race six on the card at Packenham on Cup Day is over the 1,200 metres. Once again, they're all out of the, the shoot start. Scratchings are numbers 11 and 16. And, Jamie, you, you referenced earlier this morning there's been one of the better back runners on the card in this race. Yes, that's right, Warren. So Corner Pocket, he is currently at $3.80 and is holding close to five times more than anything else in this race. But in saying that, there are some other horses that are popular, just significantly less than what we've taken on Corner Pocket. So very popular favourite there at $3.80. The next best in terms of support is the three in Felicia at $5. We're also seeing some interest for Umgawa, who right down the bottom at the, the number 15, Umgawa at $8.50. And Curran as well at 5 $5.50 has also seen a bit of support, but it is really all about that favourite in Corner Pocket at $3.80. Speed in the race will be interesting. Corner Pocket certainly got a degree of tactical speed. The old version of Ancestry would be leading this, but not sure whether he's got that same zip. And Philip Stokes outlining as much his opinion earlier this morning. Maybe Felicia doesn't have to be too far away. She's trialled up well. I'm leaning to Felicia now with the Snowdens. I thought her, her recent jump out was terrific. So she looks to be coming to hand well. And she probably doesn't have to get too far away from that draw. Blake Shin riding as well as anyone here in Victoria. Three for me at a one-corner pocket who's jumped out nicely to resume. He's got a terrific winning strike rate. And uh, the claim for Tommy Stockdale here is a positive. Eight, Scissor Step might be looking for the 1,200 metres now following a couple of runs this preparation at a shorter course. And 15, Umgawa has been well spruiked by a number during the week. Gee, I thought uh, he's trialled up really nicely. Not the sort of horse you'd necessarily think would be a 1,200-metre horse first up, but recent jump-out indication he's come back in terrific order. 3, 1, 8 and 15 for me. Gator, how are you seeing this one? Yeah, look, I've certainly been drawn in by um, Gawa's um, jump-out, and he has run well in three-old open and lifted grades. I think he's got the quality to run well. He certainly was 53 kilos. And, um, you know, pleasantly surprised. I was sort of double figures early markets tab. Corner pocket's a bit more obvious in that he never runs poorly. In fact, that was his first ever defeat at 1,200 metres in the Chautauqua Stakes. And he did a really good job up on a strong speed there. So it was a 98 rater. He's in very well. He won six of eight on dry track. So you don't think you need to be, uh, you know, a form guru to, to, uh, to tip him. He said all the forms right in front of him. Felicia wasn't far off him in the Chautauqua. She's good fresh. She's now with the Snowdens, and she's certainly trial well. And Curran, the day he sees clear air, he might even win a race. 15, 1, 3, and 10. What are you doing in race 6, the David Burke Memorial Park? I've got the same four numbers as Gator here. I'm with number 15, Ungawa, who, gee, I think it's trialling terrific. I think the race sets up well with good speed. Uh, parked just off midfield over the 1,200 metres, down on 53 kilos. 
into the clear from a good gate. I think I'm going to let rip in the straight here and charge over the top to beat number 10, Curran, who was scratched from Ballarat when the rain came, the track down grade. Last run down the straight was good. Back around a bend, suited by the speed, will run well. Three, Felicia. Lost its way a bit, now joined the Snowden team. Recent jump out looked terrific. In one corner pocket, always a chance in these races. Draws gate one with a bit of speed around it, so they're going to have to punch up and might have to do a bit of work early. I think that sets up beautifully here for 15, 15, 10, 3 and 1. Mark Hunter's numbers in the first leg of the quaddy, 15, 10, 3 and 1. David Gately also with 15 ahead of 1, 3 and 10. My numbers are 3, 1, 8 and 15. A couple of SMSs just asking about uh, our great mate Dino. He's just dealing with some health issues at the moment. We hope to have Dino on back back on deck sooner rather than later, hoping for a speedy recovery. In the meantime, Mark Hunter was finding Ramaruffies at, at any old price. It's 22 to 9.